Week 13 of the Pet O, the Groovy and Pork Show. Welcome nice. to the Groovy and Pork Show, Mr. Gary the Groovy. How are we doing, buddy? Good. Thanks for having me back. I love I love the fact you got me back on week 13 of all weeks, right? And unlucky it's for all those guys. It has to be week 13. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just I'm just wondering if you have anything to say about FSU. I have nothing to say. Oh, just the disrespect on the ACC, the disrespect on, you know, it, the only the only thing I can say which is possibly the only thing that can be sort of broadcast is if Jordan Travis is that important to FSU, then he has to be the Heisman winner because there's, that's the only, that's the only logical thing that they can do now, because if he's that important that the team yeah. who's unbeaten gets dropped out of the college football playoffs because the quarterback's not playing, then the quarterback has to be the Heisman trophy winner. And if he's not, his then, statement today, uh, I did not see his statement. I've seen the coach's statement. I've seen the ACC commissioner's statement. I've seen a lot of statements. I haven't seen Jordan Travis's one as of yet. He he, he stated that uh, he he well he is apologizing for getting his leg broken on a hit. No, he, he is apologizing that he did not get hurt sooner, so that the committee would have seen that FSU is more than just a quarterback. It nice. is a feat. Nice. Okay. And I can see. Yeah. I okay. That was a good burn. I mean, that's a good burn. I mean, my, I mean, I, I know the Orange Bowl and I know the amount of money that that brings into the college situation and whatever else. But I, I would love it, and I'm sure a lot of SFSU's fans would love it if, FSU just turned around and went, "Ah, eh, we just declined that invite. We don't want to go play that bowl." They won't, obviously, for money. Yeah. But they'll turn up and turn up and play it with freshmen. Turn up and play it with like walk-ons don't take any seniors don't take anybody who makes that game any any worthwhile because i think it's just it's just hard. it's just disgusting and yes okay next year it won't matter because la la there are 12 teams and the bigger playoffs and whatever else so what they're saying is next year they wouldn't have done what they did this year because they would have left fsu in third or fourth and left them in the same sort of playoff bracket but oh, it's just yeah yeah, it was sickening that it's down to the SEC and the fact that it's broadcast rights and it's all that. And everyone's saying, oh, yeah, well, FSU would have got, you know, completely obliterated by Michigan or whatever else. Maybe. Maybe. I was but- a bit surprised, but not surprised. I know how I- college athletics work in the state. And yeah, this is 100 percent uh, political type, you know, SEC. It's, it's SEC money. Broadcast right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit uh, disappointing. What gets me? What gets next me? Year, they are next, expanding. Yeah, next year will be in and quarantine, whatever. What gets me is if they're going to do that and they're going to put an SEC, SEC team in, put Texas in because Texas beat Alabama. Texas is in, right? They're number three. All right. Yes. So they had to put Texas on. But yeah. Anyway. But Texas right now is the Big 12. They don't the enter 12. the SEC until next year. So SEC really nominally have two representatives this year. Yeah. Anyway, don't, yeah, we, we're here to talk about. So right the now, Texas is a Big Twelve team. Allegedly, so allegedly. we have a we have a Pac-12. Big 12, last you've got year. Big Twelve champion. You got the Big Twelve champion. Uh, we Big have Ten champion. Big Ten. And the oh yeah, the other team the that didn't win the championships. Yeah. <laughs> You haven't got the well, SEC. They won the championship. They won they the championship. Not, but, mm. Yeah, they, they have a loss. They weren't yeah. undefeated. Anyway, Gary, it's always great to see you. I'm glad you're here to fill in for Pez. And today, mm-hmm. we have a lot of interesting questions that need answers. We have it's getting, owners. It's getting to that nitty gritty time, isn't yeah, it? It's getting, that are getting to going the to be story. making some tough choices yeah. during the playoffs. And that is why you are here to help guide us. In <laughs> because looking at my choices. record, looking at my record, playoffs is something I'm really, really looking forward to. <laughs> well, you're two and ten. Six and seven. But I had the second most points last week and the most points this week. My team is solid. I, I, I last week I lost 
and scored the second most points. I, I just hit, a, you know, my scheduling and who I'm playing. It, it's been Get a rough stage. Yeah. And I mean, if anybody ran into a Miami stack to the, this week, ouch. Oh, wow. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> 18. Wow. Yeah. He, he, he never ceases to amaze, does he not? Anyway, Johnny, let's go to our first question for Miss Dr. Groovy. Here. Welcome to the Fantasy Couch with Dr. Groovy. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. <laughs> wow. So, what, what yeah, an last week, question. Last week, the, the Steelers wrecked up. 400 plus yards. Fryermuth looked like an all pro. Harris was pounding the ball. Johnson was making catches. Pickens was getting open. Pickett looked serviceable. <laughs> I love that. So slowly, slowly, slowly getting back down to Katani Hands Yeah, and I'm then like... yesterday happened. Mm-hmm. So, what are you thinking? Are you playing any of these guys? Any, are, I mean, if you have a choice, are you if playing you, any of these guys? No, down the playoffs. No, not now that Pickett, not now that Mitch looking sounding like Kenny's ankle injury might be pretty serious, he might be done for a couple of weeks or something. So, you then you're in the hands of Mitch Trubisky, and any any Bears fans out there are you know shuddering with PTSD when you mention that name, right? Um, so you've got to look at Yes, they should be running the ball, but you wouldn't be running it with Najee. You'd be giving it to Warren if you've got Warren in your team. I think he's the better option there. The, if you had to play one of these, it's got to be Freemuth, right? It's got to be Pat because none of the rest of them are going to be going to be worth their salt in anything. It's, he's the only one that's going to be getting you consistent points. The others might have one game, although the schedule for the Steelers is soft. But uh, without with that QB room and the way it is, no. You, you, Freemuth might be the only one I would play out of this lot. Otherwise, I'd be looking to offload, move, shift somewhere around, anything you could do, because the Steelers, with Trubitsky there, it terrifies me on offense. You know, any defense, you'd, you'd be playing every defense that's playing the Steelers. You know, I I agree with a lot of what you're saying. But ultimately, I am don't I am going to disagree with three players here, and I think the Steelers are going to win this. Well, they're going to go to the playoffs. They're going to be a wild card. I think Trubisky will lead them to the wild card. And if I remember correctly, Trubisky and Pickens kind of had a good thing going on for a few games last year. But I will say this. If you have Friar Moose, 100% I agree with you. Where I disagree is Harris. I think Harris is a starter for the playoffs. I think he's going to be 15-plus points every week, which for an RB2 on your team, I think that's good. Okay. I mean, I, I just thought, you know, that Warren was starting to eat into his touches and, you know, maybe, I mean, I've not kept yeah. too much on, on I that. I, I, I still haven't bought in on the Waller, uh, the bandwagon. Yeah. A lot of people have. A lot of people have. And I can see it. But- yeah. And I suppose you look at Johnson, right? He's finally getting in the end zone. He had. He had those, what is it, 95 receptions before he scored a, a TD or something insane. Yeah. Know, it's like, so, you know, you, you, you'd you think regression and natural regression, he's going to be scoring more t- TDs, but he's only got a couple. And, and I don't see, yeah. yes, they, they, they opened up last week with 400 yards, but they still only scored 16 points. Do you think Pickett has a future or do you think he's, He's going to be an habitual, you know, eighteen to twenty-three type. Range. He's got a he's got a Minshew feature, future, right? He's he's in that lower end of the spectrum, starting just a, a very capable, good level second backup type thing. So, I think he's in that. Yeah, no, no, it won't. Be. I mean. He suffered, he struggled, obviously, coming in after Big Ben. You're always going to be under the spotlight here and whatever else. And he was like, you know, the local guy, come good and whatever else. And yes, I mean, maybe it's early. It's only year three for him now. Three, two, right? He was a rookie last year, right? 
Yeah, right. So, you know, he's got time to progress and get better, but he's showing, he's not shown that step forward you'd hope for a second year, considering right. the games when he got. So, I agree. Uh, it's, it's one of those hard ones to judge. You know, you wouldn't and... trade him away in Dynasty. It's, it's a good one to, if you've got a deep bench. He's a good QB3 to have because he might come good next year. But, and as you say, the, the Steelers are going to be always in the mix of playoffs because Tomlin just doesn't lose, you know, he just doesn't have a losing a season. Right. I will say I bet heavily on Pickett this year, not necessarily as a QB one, but mm-hmm. I have him as a QB two and a QB three and a lot of teams. And I was wrong about him this year. He has not. And with that Pickens, have not uh, performed as well as I thought they would have. And no, I, as you, say, you saw the flashes last year of them where you thought, oh, yeah. maybe if they take the second year step that you, you yeah. know, expect for it, and it, they just haven't. They've kind of stayed where they were. I think Canada didn't help. I mean, we saw that with, let's be honest, we, I know I'm jumping slightly ahead of the Monday night game. And you look at Trevor Lawrence's first year under Urban Meyer, right? And bad coaching can ruin a year and can ruin a, you know, a season for a, a top draft pick or whatever else. And look at Lawrence now after some decent coaching has come into Jags. So, oh my it's God. Still possible, still, <laughs> right? still a chance that these guys can turn it around. So, good point. Good point, Groovy. You know, uh, Urban Meyer ruined Lawrence's first year. Yeah. All right. I think we, we have. More or less a consensus. You, yeah, you if you can, go with it. Yeah. If you don't, prior moves, perhaps Harris could be solid. But if you have a better option, go with those guys. But again, you know, check the schedules. If you've got one of those guys, the Steelers have got some sort of soft games coming up. So maybe one of the, you know, Johnson might be a, you know, a flex one to throw in there. And when they've got a softer schedule and a soft defense that are going, I think they've got to play the, pa- the Patriots. In fact, next yeah. week, right? So I you agree. put them all in, right? <laughs> it's just, put them all. <laughs> put them all in against the Patriots. So, Gary, this is an interesting question. And I, I think it's a great question. It is, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you're down or your predicted score has a difference of, say, 30-plus points. Sounds like me every I game. I say you are not expected to win. Are you going to play your bitch players that have some huge, like Alec Pierce this week? Yeah. Right? 30 plus points, I think. Are you going to play those boom bust guys? Are you going to go with your steady, you know, nine to 13 point scoring guys that don't really do much outside of that? Who are we playing to hopefully pull off an upset? Right. Now, again, caveating this with check out my record. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe I'm not the most sensible person to talk about it. But if you're in the playoffs and you're looking at and you know, your opponent has, you know, on the numbers, a better team than you, I should say 30 points, 35 points projected, whatever else. And based on, you know, some of the stats and some of these sleeper projections have been way off this year. So just watch out for that if that's what you're going on. I agree. I agree. Some of them have just been like, where are you getting those figures from? Um, Are you watching the game? They're predicting hits at like 18 plus points every week in some of my leagues. (laughs) That's a he hasn't scored 18 points ever, I don't think. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. So, yeah, those, those are the kind of things, you know, you look at those and they, I think Dalvin Cook's still projected to score massive points every week. And, you know, team players that are like, come on, those, well, yeah, it's basing on last year and whatever. So just watch out for that. I mean, but in this scenario, you're a huge underdog. You're in the playoffs. You're, you're one and done, right? If you get this wrong, you're going done season's over you have to take a swing for defenses i wouldn't say totally i wouldn't say you know put all of the you know everything has to hit for this to work you got to keep some consistency you got to get some you know points on the board and you know put some of your regular guys in but i would say if you've got a, a, a w you know wide receiver two or, or you know somebody you're putting in the flex who has that potential massive upside you've got to swing for defenses here in the playoffs I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you, Gary. I think you're right. 
I think uh, my 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 mind, my thoughts agree with you one hundred percent. I mean, I wouldn't know. As I say, I'm not. I haven't been in a playoff position, so I couldn't tell you if that actually works. Maybe next year I could let you know. But, um. My heart, on the other hand, really makes me. It's so tough to go with like Alec Pierce or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, Zay Flowers, yeah. you know, those guys that could. It, Isaiah Likely, actually, kind of guy. Yeah. You know, he could, could take have the a huge could take the plus yeah. game, you know, replacing Andrews. Yeah. But you just, you just don't know. It's so hard. Points. Right. But if yeah. I'm going, if I'm going out, I'm going to go out swinging, I think. I'm with you. That's how I. And just to to mention your record because you have mentioned it a couple of times now, you know, in fantasy football, I never grade the quality of an owner solely based on one team's record in one (laughs) league or one season, one year, etc. Because it could just take the one guy ahead of you drafting, always takes your guy. And he's the one with the ten and two record, he's the or the 10, there eleven and two record, like, and yeah. you're the guy with the ten or the two and ten record. <laughs> yeah, and injuries this year have been massive. Yeah, right? teams have injuries been have really uh, people that have JJ. Yeah, I mean, their season has been wrecked. If they make it to the playoffs, they could really surprise because they're going to be a five or six seed, and JJ yeah. could explode. Depending if Dobbs or whoever (laughs) whoever is going to play quarterback is able to perform. Mullins back off. Anyway, moving on. Mullins. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I I couldn't remember the guy. Mullins. I would still go with Dobbs. If I were the it gives you a better upside. It gives you it gives you the legs upside. Yeah. Mullins is a ceiling player, right? You know, you know exactly. By the way, is. just some foreshadowing here. Dobbs is a top fifteen score overall score in the Orkney Bowl. So I'm I'm, I'm curious to find out some information about him later, perhaps, or some insight mm. that you might have. So I think uh, Doctor Groovy and I both agree here if you're going to go out go out swinging go out with style play What's those the guys sitting there going i wish yeah. i had put that guy in right i mean if you Put have the hunch you think go get him in. guys swing for the yeah. fences yeah it, yeah it, it reminds me of a few uh baseball analogies you know <laughs> oh, yeah. swing for the fences if you're down by four you know, a single doesn't win. Right? A grand you slam does. Yeah. <laughs> if your bases are loaded and you've got a hitter on 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 home point, you just got to swing, right? You got to take a swing. That's right. Swing for the fence. Let's do it. Done, the season's done if you don't, and that's the worst case scenario. With it. Oh, I should have played him. I should have played him. It's like, well, why didn't you? Yeah, well, you're gonna lose anyway. <laughs> you got a long Probably. time to play. Should have, could have, right? Exactly. All right, Johnny. What do we have next? So we have three, four slides of players Mm -hmm. that you're going to choose. Are you going to play them or are you going to sit them? Now, right here, of course, you're going to play Williams. So what I would like to perhaps change the question slightly. Let's look at them individually. Singletary has seemed to have taken a back seat the last two or three weeks. Which is strange because he had a big week a few weeks back, and I'm like, "Yeah." What so and the Texans have also gone away from the run as well. Like, it's like, yeah, Stroud. Well, well, it's going to be interesting with Dell out. Are they going to go yeah. back to the I running game? Just thinking that. I mean, initially I looked at this and I thought Kyron Williams, uh, you know, um, twice on Sunday type thing. But then you look at it and you think, "Oh, hang on, Tank Dell was a big part of that." Texans offense will they have to restructure will they start to lean a little more on a run game that's been kind of non-existent or has kind of take, definitely taken a back seat in the last few weeks and will that injury change the mentality of the Texans going forward so maybe Pierce isn't a bad yeah I know you still can't do you can't look beyond Williams he's come back from injury 
the Rams are motoring. They've just moved into the wild card position over the Seahawks now with their, you know, and and they are running it really well. Their offensive line is kind of getting healthy and whatever else. They're running the ball really well. So I, you've got to look at Williams from that over any sort of Texans running back. But individually, yeah, it's a tricky one. It's, well, I will tell you, if if I have a team, I have Kyron Williams on about half of my 30 teams. Hmm. And I'm going to play him on every single team that I have. I have Pierce. Last year, I had him on almost, well, at least 80 to 90%. And then I traded him on about 75% of those. <laughs> yeah. This year... If I have, well, I do have Damien, and the teams that I am fighting in the playoffs, I am still going to be sitting him. I still yeah. don't trust Pierce to perform on a weekly basis. Yeah. If I have other options, I'm going to be sitting Pierce still, and I will be playing Williams. What's your thought on that? Yeah, you'd have to. I mean, it's, he's a nice one to have an, on the bench for... I'm not sure, but I think the Texans have got a pretty easy game in a week or two where potentially, you know, they'll be able to run the clock out and then Pierce will do the workhorse sort of gets you, get your points on that game. But he's only going to score you, what, three, four, five points maybe. And then he'll have one game where he might score you 15 if you're lucky type thing. But Williams at the moment is going to be outscoring him two or three times that. So you have to be going to Williams. And so this week, let's see what he scored this week. I'm just curious. Why was I, I think he had a good week this week, right? Oh, my well, my sleeper is not updating. I apologize. So we'll just move on past that. Damien <laughs> Pierce, what did he score? He scored. Oh, look at that. He scored so far. Where are we? Denver? Is, he, is it Denver they were playing? He scored 11. 11 and a bit. 11 so, points this week. Oh, that, that's not as good as I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, so 11 even, points. Even on a, even yeah. on a well, good... 15 still, I guess, right? 12 here in Narda. He had 12. So that's what? Still top top 20. No. Wow, that's not even the oh, top 20. It's not even... And look at Kyron Williams. He got you 20, near enough 26 points. 25.6. A-chain with 30. Yeah. Hey, you know, we're, I think we might be speaking about A-Chain later, and I have a I question. I think we should be. I certainly should be, I think. But, yeah. So, Johnny, let's go to the next group of players. So, again, I'd rather not put them against each other. I'd like to take them individually. But if you did have a choice between Cook or Madison, which one are you going to start? Ugh. Uh, uh, neither. Uh, <laughs> you really had to put one of these guys in. I suppose you'd lean Mattison because the lead running back in Buffalo is Josh Allen. Saying that the lead running back in Minnesota at the moment is Josh Dobbs. So, you know, uh, none of these, neither of these guys are. Uh, Cook maybe gets you some catches out of the backfield. Maybe it's a real struggle. I mean, these guys. If you're, if this is the the battle you're having at running back, bad luck because this is ugly. The, the, the Vikings have not run the ball well all season. I mean, they've you know I don't still understand why they traded for Cam Akers other than to get him out of LA and it must have been a, a favor somewhere because they they just don't run the ball very well. Um, look at that, Kamaras wrapped it up for these two i mean cooks always looks like he should be you know he should be on a good team he should be scoring your points but then buffalo just don't run the ball very well unless it's by josh allen playing you know backyard football and scampering all over the place and you know being the he is i think i'm thinking right in both josh's being the lead runners or the lead, you know the russian leaders for both of them <laughs> so any any rb that you've got on these teams is, is you know filler if you have to put them in I suppose I'd go with Cook for the potential out of the backfield some extra points on receptions but it's a real struggle these two yeah 
I agree with a lot of what you're saying because what you're saying is, you know, uh, well thought out. It's logical. It makes sense. But if I am choosing, I can see it. There's definitely a butt getting there. I am 100% going with Cook, though. I mean, for me, if you're looking at the two situations, you got Madison with a hurt QB. You got Madison that, you know, he's a, for me, he's one of those boomer bust guys. You know, you're going to put him in there to hopefully he booms for you this week, right? That he usually sits on the bench as your RB3, RB4 guy. But this week, if you're in the playoffs and you're an underdog, I'm going to play him because you never know. You never know, right? if, If I am in a tight game, or match with another owner. I am playing Cook. And I would still play Cook as an RB2 if I didn't have a lot of other options. He's still scoring in the top 15 running backs. So a lot of people don't like him. But, you know, when you have a 10 or 12 team lead, if you're number 13 in scoring, that makes you number one RB2. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it does. But I suppose I'm looking ahead, right? You know, if you this is your, if we're talking real life now and how things are, you look ahead at what's coming down the line for these two. You, you, you lean more towards Madison because Cook's got a horrid schedule coming up. He's, he's got the Chiefs, he's got the Cowboys, he's got to go to Miami. You're, you're picking your schedules there, whereas I think, you know, I think Madison potentially has Raiders, Bengals, Lions twice who can't defend. So, I, yeah. I, I... So you're looking at the schedule and saying Madison would be the better yeah. option if you, yeah, the, you know, yeah. I, I see that. It's just the QB... And I've been thinking the Vikings are a hit and miss all season. I don't think I mean, they're going to make the Vikings are regressing. I think, yeah. holding. I think know, the Vikings year. were one of those teams last year that were an anomaly with the so many yes. games of one score that they won. What was it? They won nine, nine one-score games in the fourth yes. quarter or come from behind games, something like that, an NFL record. Yeah, it ain't happening this year. They're missing the playoffs. They're not going to yeah. make it. They're not going to no. make it. Packers and, and the are coming out of that along with that. And yeah. I feel bad for Dobbs. I was really hoping that he would continue his, you know, Cinderella story, but it may have crashed. The yeah, it's exactly it's exactly what happened at Arizona. You know, he came in, he played really well. Yeah, he played really well in Arizona. Everyone's like, oh, maybe this. But then reality kept, kind of crept in weeks two, three, four. People worked Which him out. shows you how good Cousins was. Shows you how good. I mean, Cousins lit up the Niners on that that game. You know, against us. so he was so efficient. So, you know, it's a massive loss for Minnesota uh, that he's gone. But um, you know, yeah. On this one, you you lean towards Madison if you're in the when did the playoffs start? Week fifteen. Next yeah. week, not this week, but next week. Yeah. So week you're, from, you're week from that. this Sunday. Yeah. So. <laughs> On, on that week, you've got Cook against the Cowboys, ouch, or or you've got Madison against the Bengals, and a Burrowless Bengals, I would suggest, is a pr- probably a better matchup than, than against I the I see Dallas Cook Cowboys. having a big game against the Cowboys. Oh, there you go. Well, I guess we'll come back and check on that in a couple of weeks. But I, Yeah, we'll, Gary, you should come in on a guest spot just for at least – like just five, ten minutes to, to I see. I just go, told, told you so, told you so. Do some of these. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love it. All right, Johnny, <laughs> let's go to our way. next group. It's the only way I'm going to get into any sort of playoff sort of conversation anyway, right? Now, now, obviously, obviously, if you're looking at the names, the stats, the play-in, everyone is laughing at this. Mm. But no one is looking at the numbers. Wilson is a top 10 QB this year. He has been. Cowboys, he, he hit a bit of a bump. He hit a bit of a bump against the Texans, but his stats and everything have been really good up. You know, in yeah. the last six weeks. If you look at the Cowboys' schedule, as you said, we got what? We got the Bills, Eagles. 
You got Eagles next Eagles. week. Seahawks, I think. No, we just beat the Seahawks. Oh yeah, you sorry, just beat them. Yeah. Sorry, Baz. <laughs> Actually, yeah, oh, I'm gonna right. have to look this up. I can't remember. They have three tough games. I guess some tough games. I mean, you've got the you've got the, you've got the double commanders coming up at some point. I oh yeah, the, the Dolphins, the Lions, the Bills, the Eagles. My gosh, Eagles, the next Bills, four Dolphins. games: Eagles, <laughs> Bills, Dolphins, Lions. My gosh, is Dak going to be able to continue this amazing streak of 30-plus points going against the Eagles, the Lions, the Bills, and the Dolphins? Some of those you'd say yes. The Lions' defense, I think yes, definitely, because that's a you know, it's porous. That Lions defense is not stopping anybody. So he probably will score against them. Bills, maybe not. Um, I would suggest. Yeah, I got a feeling he will. Just leave me the leave me the mic. Okay, I got a feeling he will because he has to. The Cowboys now, you know, after the Eagles got kind of pretty much beaten up this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't know. I, I was trying to sign into the comments, and then it wow. blocked me out. But anyway, I'm back, Gary. I apologize. I'm trying to follow You're the comments. Good. No worries. Yeah. No worries. All good. So, yeah, I think yeah. I could see Dak sticking with it because Cowboys are going to win out, right? They're still, still in with the chance of winning their division. Eagles just got beat up. The Eagles are going to be struggling after last week. And, you know, the, the humbling that they just got handed at home. You know, at least the Cowboys, when they came to the 49ers, they came to the 49ers and, you know, 42 got put on them. Whereas, you know, the Niners have just gone into the Eagles. And with all the trash talk, I think that's that that's opened up the soft underbelly of the Eagles there. And I think the Cowboys are going to, you know, they have to win out. They've got some really tough games, as you say. But I see this is this is time for Dak to prove himself. And yeah, Johnny just said Wilson as the eighth. QB this season. No yeah. one thought that, right? Not after last season. No. I That's could not even get a third-round draft choice for this guy in the beginning of the season. Yeah, nobody wanted to touch him, did they? Everyone thought he was cooked and whatever else, and yeah. he's done too old. I actually have him on several teams. I, I, I took a flyer on him last yeah. season with some low-round, you know, yeah, low-second-round, early-third-round draft choices. And I'm quite pleased. I think I will certainly be able to get that for him in the offseason. Even Should if I don't, I think he'll be better next year, actually. I really another, do. With another year under Peyton, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's the, they started off really roughly. You know, he's, they've started to listen to the coach. They've started to kind of understand where Peyton's going with it. So, yeah, he, can't, he couldn't have been any worse than last year. And obviously, he's not been. But he should, you know, progress to yeah. make... I, I will tell you my biggest surprise is Dak's performance under Schottenheimer as an offensive coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> when have you ever seen a Schottenheimer offense in the top five? <laughs> it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. So it's, it's surprising. That, I mean, he's CD Lamb is having the season, right? Oh my gosh! That's uh, and Pollard is starting to play. Finally. Man. That's I, been missing, I think. So I think if the run game gets going, then you've got to play that because if they can lean on Pollard and start throwing some holes, then he's got the weapons to, you know, really cause you problems with seeing that and his legs. So you got to be playing. You have to be playing Dak in this one. If you've got a flex and you've got one. Oh, yeah. you got to play win. Dak every week. Every week play Dak, I think. Yeah. Even against the Eagles. 100%. Especially against the 100%. Eagles. Look how, much, look how many points Brock just put against the Eagles. And he's not yeah. got, you know, his legs are not as good. So the upside of Dak with these legs against the Eagles. Well done, by the way, on uh, the, the, the Niners. I tell you, they are one of those uh, crazy, uh, I guess, schizophrenic teams. Multiple personalities. You just never yeah. know Which what they're going to do. Yeah. But they are the dominant team this year. They are. I mean, 
yes, the Eagles have the better record, and they've the Eagles have won tough, gritty, nasty games. But when it comes down to who's played the best football, it's it's night and day clear that the Niners are the best team at the moment. But they just haven't quite. Got oh yeah. because of you know they had. It's that not point. even close. Yeah. And I would and say it showed, the Cow- it showed on Sunday. It was like okay, that's the difference. You, everyone was saying who's the best team and whatever else. and what It was like, that's a fully fit Niners team. They just went into Lincoln Field. First quarter, they kind of... You know, I, I said to one of the guys, it's like a rope-a-dope. Here's the first quarter. Let's see what you got. I was at it. Two field goals. Right. Now it's our turn. And, you know, from the second quarter onwards, it was foot to the floor and just, just complete juggernaut demolition. Hmm. You know, I have tried not to talk about the Cowboys much during this show because I know most of the 96 owners in our league hate the Cowboys with a yep. passion. And yep. they don't want to hear me talking about the Cowboys. They don't. Mm. But I think it's about time to mention that the Cowboys are playing well. And mm. if they had played, played <laughs> a bit schedule earlier and had mm. the same record, I would say they are playing as well as the 49ers. However, however, Dr. Groovy, let me finish. I'll let you finish that before I... Uh, Until we beat the Eagles, the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Lions, we have nothing to say. If we go three and one, we have something to say. If we go two and two, we can... We, uh, we, you could we kind can of stay walk. in the conversation. We can you bark. Can... <laughs> I don't know if we can bite. Yeah, you, you've got to back it up, as you say. You've been playing yeah. really well, but then you look at the schedule that you've played and you kind of go, yeah, okay. Let's see what the next four games. You, you haven't played anyone. And then, you know, going back to the, you know, the college football conversation we had at the beginning, hey, you haven't played anyone, so really, are you in a top four team, or should you be out of that playoff position? You know? Yeah, I think that's what ultimately hurt FSU. Alabama had a top, I think, 15 schedule and strength of schedule, and FSU did not, so yeah. I, mean, it's like, I think FS, FSU should have made it. I yeah. think they were robbed. Undefeated ACC. Anyway, Johnny, let's go to the next one. Obviously, you're playing H-A-N. Obviously. Even if he is the, the, the RB2 in a Miami offense, you know, he still, as you saw this weekend, he got in and got two TDs and racked up some points. Granted, you know. I'm just wondering, is he going to get hurt next week? That's the only concern. <laughs> He's been a bit dinged, is not he? He has one game where he, you know, lights it up, and in the next game he pulls a hammy or gets a ding on the ribs or something. So, but it's not surprising when you watch him move. He's, he goes so fast that it's not surprising the guy gets injured, right? He, and that's the thing, but that that Dolphins team is terrifying. When it hits top speed, it's like, that surprises me. But it doesn't surprise me because he's – who else has Tampa Bay got? Yeah, they've got Mike Evans, but they need Rashad White to be putting in the numbers, putting in the numbers before they can open it up and, you know, start to put it in the air, right? So, yeah. You know, Gary, I got to be honest with you. Uh, I I failed, not only as a host, but as a fantasy league owner. I did not realize that White was RB3 until this week. And this week, he's RB5 now. That's I had no weird. idea. That's no an, idea. Completely under, under the radar. That's one of those under the radar. Somebody's sitting there going, Love him, this guy. Nobody picked him up. He probably picked him up late second. Maybe. Yeah. Because like, yeah. well, everyone's looking at round eleven, round yeah. twelve. Everyone's yeah. looking at Tampa Bay, going, "Who? Oh, they've got nothing." Oh. Everyone was staying away from Tampa, thinking they were going to be horrid this year. And now suddenly, yes, Rashad White sitting there, and as you wow. say, I'll be five. Which is like, woof. Would have picked yeah. that one. You would not have picked so him as a top. Here's my A-chain oh. question that I foreshadowed earlier, Gary. Do you know McG, McGunnell? Well, I don't yes. know if I see his name. I am in a few leagues with this guy, and he knows his traits. You got to be on top of your game when he sends you a trade request. You better <laughs> do your homework before you hit that accept button. Oh, yeah. Some of the, yes, he has sent me a few interesting ones. Um, because. When you think you're the winner, 
that's when he's going to get you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he sent me in a keeper league. Hmm. Okay. To where if you keep your guy, you got to do one round above. So if you draft a guy in round six, you got to pay around five to keep him. Yeah. Right. So he sent me a trade. Jackson Smith Najiba. He was drafted in round six. And he sent me a straight up trade for a chain that I picked up as a free agent. Now, I hit accept hmm. only because, well, A-Chain, I just saw him get hurt, and I'm thinking this guy's going to miss half the season every year. He's a small guy that when he plays, he'll put up 30, but he's going to miss four to six games every year. He's yeah. never going to have 16 games. And JSN is actually, from what I see, is starting to fit in in that offense. Yeah, he's taken over the locket role in Seattle. Yeah. So my question is, would you trade A-Chain for Najiba? So you're undrafted in your league? He's undrafted. No. I, 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 I did it. I did the trade. I did the trade. So you thinking, got anything, you know, or close you enough. Anything. Let's have some fun. Let's do it. It'll be good to talk right. about next year. Yeah. So yeah. It's a, so you sold a chain and got in Jeeva, or the other way. I, I sold a chain. I picked him up as a free agent and sold him, traded him for an Ajiba. For, for potentially a fifth rounder if you keep in Jeeva. Yeah, I got. Yeah, if I keep him, I got to pay a fifth round to keep him. While McGee will play, will pay a thirteenth round. On that, uh, well, on that he wins. Mm -hmm. Certainly. Certainly so let's on that. take away that. Let's just say, would you trade? Who would you rather have straight up? A chain. I think mm. long thinking about it because most, uh, you know, I know Raheem. I love Raheem, um, but he's thirty. Thirty-one. 32. 31. You know, 31. He might. Yeah, he's a running back. He's going to possibly be 32 by the start of next year. Yeah, so A-Chain's probably going to be your lead back in Miami. Another year of McDaniel's coaching and training and, you know, getting that playbook versus a Seattle team whose QB is uncertain. Mm. Gino, is he going to be around? Is he doing, is he, you know. Uh, he will Gino. be around next year. He'll be around, so, but he's, he's not a Gino of, so. yeah. And, mm. And with the, you know, you've got DK there at Seattle. Well, maybe you still have DK at Seattle. Who knows? I think Lockett will be gone. I think Lockett. And so Injiba will probably move into the Lockett role. Yeah. But I still think A Chain has possibly got the bigger upside. Yeah. And as, yeah. as you say, because I'm, of the. I'm starting you know, to regret round the trade a little bit, to be honest. <laughs> it's, 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 I feel a little bit like he probably got a better trade out of it. But you haven't, you know, it's not the worst loss to take right it's yeah. but yeah because it's i certainly would have kept a chain in giving up a 13th round i don't know if i'm oh, going to keep jsn and give up a and fifth. pay a fifth for him fifth in a keeper league that's that's round eight will jsn go before round eight the next year yeah 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 I think so. yeah, so he might be I worth so. around five. I yeah. would say so. Yeah, he'll go. He'll All go. Right. So we so. both agree here, Doctor Groovy. We're going to keep White and a chain in the starting lineup. Certainly, yeah, this is a no-brainer. Let's go to the next one, Johnny. We're going to have to go a little quicker here to keep it under an hour here. Sorry, I've, <laughs> I've been uh, talking too much. So this is a long question, but basically, I'm going to paraphrase. So, hey, how, is, how much money is Kirk Cousin getting, right? Yeah, is Cousins coming back? And if he does, how much are they going to pay him? And does, you know, the results happening right now affect their decision going forward? Now, let's try to get this in a, a nice one minute 
answer for me. One minute but... answer. Right. I think the I think he comes back to the Vikings. He does because Jefferson, Addison, maybe up a bit of an uplift on that running back position. Cousins, which you know, he's already shown TJ Hawkinson there as well. He's already shown what he can do when fully fit and when he has that, you know, you know, he they tore apart the Niners and he only had one receiver. You get JJ back in there. You get somebody like Cousins who's you know, he's not elite, he's not in that sort of bracket of Mahomes and Herbert and whatever else, but he's been around, he knows what he's doing, he knows how to manage it. Yes, he comes back to the he comes back to the Vikings, he gets them back to the playoffs next year. How much money does he get? A lot. He gets forty five plus minimum. Yeah. Easy. Easy. He's he's gotta get a bag. He's got to get a lot. Um and if the Vikings don't give it to him, then <laughs> Colts This guy has won the business of football. <laughs> yeah. This guy I mean, there are teams out there who will throw money at him who have either just gone and drafted a rookie and need somebody who's going to be sensible or whatever else, you know, he is your ultimate plug and play. Get him in there, guy. Um, where would he go? Just sort of thinking. I spilled my water, mate. I apologize. No worries. You're all good. I'm just trying to think where. where would be a good my man. water in the middle of a show. <laughs> That'll teach you. All oh, that hydration is bad for you. Um, you know, and of course, you spill a bottle this big. The water goes everywhere. Just that your little glass would be fine, but you've got a four-liter bottle you've just poured over. I mean, would Cousins, I mean, Cousins to the Saints, that seems an interesting one, because Carl's not worked out there. That would be an interesting one. Where else would he go? I I really thought Carr would do a bit better, but I wasn't Mm. expecting much. I was expecting a 10 to 15 performance. I'm not sure he's done that, to be honest. I think he's been a disappointment for the Saints and Dennis Allen so far. That yeah. I never had trust in Dennis Allen, and I always thought he was, you know, the Saints. You know what? Were Here's an interesting one. Here's an guy. interesting one. Yeah. Uh, so if, let's if go to Smith, the next one. Smith goes if if the head coach goes from the Falcons, and Cousins goes to the Falcons with the weapons that the Falcons have. Oh. oh, oh, oh. Suddenly, can't No, I'm just kind of spitballing a little bit. But that's a fit. Right? That fit. They let him start these cousins that's a to the fit, Falcons. Though. That would be awesome. Think about it, though. That's so that offense is stacked, and they just yeah. they have, ooh. so Johnny. Could let's go the, down to make the, the next one. Could make the NFC South a finally an interesting division now. Johnny, I want to see the next question before we answer this. Yeah, let's go to the previous one. I apologize, Johnny. <laughs> so we're going to skip the next one, and we're going to answer this as our last question of the evening, or the right. day, or the show. So, Dr. Groovy, what players have the best or worst schedule down the stretch that – these are the guys that you really want or don't want on your team. No, I looked at this earlier and I thought I found a, I found one that was like, this is where you want to be going. That's it. I found it now. Remember now, you know, you want on your team, Nico Collins, Nico Collins at the Texans, the Texans have a schedule that's favorable. They got to go up against the awful jets next week. They got, Titans twice. They got Cleveland with no QB. Yes, I think they've got one. You know, the Colts. Who knows? You know, Minshew Mania going on at the Colts. Who knows? The Texans have a chance there to really cement their place. And with Dell, terrible team that you're mentioning, but have the, the Browns have one of the best defenses. The Jets probably has the, the best defense. Both of those defenses are creaking because all they've been doing is propping up a non-existent offense. The Jets look. I mean, the Jets done. got a safety, their third safety of the year. Yeah. You know Browns how amazing let, that is. Yeah, the Browns let up. Well, I mean, the Jets. The Jets have scored more safeties than TDs this year, I think, or something insane. <laughs> right? Yeah, I wouldn't be um, surprised. <laughs> uh, and then the, I think you know 
I think the Browns defense is starting to creak because they have been on the field a lot. And both of these defenses have been on the field a lot. And yes, they're, they're ranked high, but they're ranked high in week 13, 14 now. They are creaking. They are ready. And there's this fractious going on in the Jets. It looks just horrid. I mean, they just lost to the Falcons, for crying out loud. Nobody should lose to the Falcons. Is it? It's bad in New York. I, I don't I like say- So I was pulling for the Jets despite Aaron Rodgers, but with his little, I think this whole IR game that he's doing is his whole ego. And, you know, I think losing to the Falcons puts, I think losing to the Falcons puts that. The Jets are giving him right now. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the, the Jets made a big, big mistake by not going and getting a backup for Rodgers and saying, yes, that Wilson's our man. I mean, come on. Especially, and then and then not doing it in the offseason, fine. But then when Rodgers went down, then that's when you make your move. Because you look at your QB room and go, oh, all that good feeling that we had when Rodgers has gone. Yes, I get, I get it that Rodgers is on a massive contract, whatever else. And if he comes back, et cetera, et cetera. But look at how bad the season has been. You're now talking yeah. about, you know, talking about the head coach being on the block and everything else. It's like all that good feeling yeah. just got sucked out of that it's building. terrible, OC. Oh, it's terrible. And, you know, Absolutely if you look shocking. at what they did, they did, they brought in Lazard and all these other guys from the Packers. It was the Green Bay Old Boys Club, wasn't it? And, and they're just old receivers, and they're not good for Wilson. And, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, the Jets, okay. You know, Jets are going to Jets, right? But I say, yeah, I say, players to get in in the stretch now. If you can get any I'm not going in. down the slippery slope. I will just say Woody Johnson, he deserves what they're getting. Anyway, go to the next question. Skip the next. Let's go to the next. (laughs) Playoff preparations. One guy that will lose you the championship. Tony Pollard. Really? Yeah. I was not expecting that. But, yeah, you know what? I think you're right. Because they're either going to be, yeah, he's not a grinder, is he? So if they have a big lead, they don't give him the ball with big leads. Nope. They put all the other guys in. He doesn't score the points that you need. And if you're relying on it, you're in trouble. And if they're behind? They're throwing it to C.D. Lamb. Yeah, and and Ferguson and Cooks now, they're not. Pollard is, uh, you know, the three, four, five. Yeah. You know what? I think I think you could be right, and that's wow. That's a good choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you, you you put Pollard, you're putting Pollard in every game, right? You're like, he's, yeah, I'll be one all the time. But he's going to be one of those ones you're relying on. Twelve. Johnny, what's his uh, RB rank right now, Pollard? Yeah, you are going to start him every week. You got to, especially after his last few weeks, he's been performing well. Oh, he's a way down. He's not too high. Where is he? His overall rank? Running backs. Running backs. He's in fantasy points. There you go. All right. 227. So he's about 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 9. I got him at 9. Okay. Yeah. So in, in a 12 team league, that's still a solid RB1. Yeah. I think yeah. you lean on him and he doesn't get you the points. Yeah, but yeah, you're going to be relying on him to be more than just 15, though, right? You're going to be wanting him to get you exactly. 20. Yeah. Yeah. That, I know those five, six points could I be the ones the that... I think that's the best answer of the night. We should start We go. should start having... Johnny, take this down. We should start oh, awarding answer of the night. Right there. There it is. Our answer there's of the your show. Mic, there's your mic drop moment. Mic drop moment there because when I mentioned him, I saw your face right there. So, saw your face, but I said it. It was like, let's make a, uh, you know, what do you call sound bite? So, Dr. Groovy, what's the one player you think will cost you the playoffs? Tony Pollard. Okay, there's your sound bite, Johnny. Johnny, let's go to the next one. Monday night football, Dr. Groovy. I love it. I'm going Jags. Yeah. Who you got? Bur- Burrowless Bengals. 
seem to be a little bit all at sea. They don't really have anything. Jags at home, first time in Monday Night Football in 10 years or something. I think the Jags take those easy. Well, I got a message from uh, Dr. Pez. He's going with the Jags as well. Who do you have, Johnny? Oh, the Jags. Has to be. It's a clean sweep. Oh, oh every time you have a clean sweep, you usually get it wrong. So I probably got a bit in the yeah. bedroom tonight. So, hey, one of us need to take. Gary, you got to change your choice. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. Because if I, I change it, I will lose. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I'm going to lose. Look at my look at my record, right? You know, the Absolutely. only way that this is going to work is Jamal Chase goes off, and I can't see you know Jamal Chase if, going if off. Everyone agrees it's always wrong. Just look at last week. All right, I'll take four, one for the team. Four times this season we've agreed, and we've actually got it right. Every other day we've agreed, we've got it wrong. Right, and we all agree. Yeah. Four yeah. times we've had it Thank right. You. All right, then Bengals by 14. There you go. No, you, you say no, Jags, right? I'm not changing that. So. All four of us are going with the Jags. I got it. Yeah. All right, Johnny, what's next? Our lock of the week. I haven't even looked at the scores yet. I'm sorry, guys. Well, I've, been... I've got Pez's one. Pez is going for the Lions. And I'm going to go for the Texans. Yeah. You're going Texans? Yeah. They got me a couple of weeks ago. Try again. Team. So. It's got to be the Steelers as you look at a week. What the Steelers on? I'm going Chiefs. Well, bouncing back from the loss. Steelers yeah. are my lock of the week. They've got the easiest team in the league to play. Wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. The 49ers? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you said the easiest team in the week, but then the Chargers almost got six points against them. Yeah, so. the Chargers I, I like saying this. You mean they're pe- playing the Patriots? The easiest team? I thought oh it was my a giant. God, I love saying the Patriots suck. Say it with me. The Patriots, Patriots suck. suck. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. Sure. They are. But I mean, and that's coming from Johnny, right? Yeah. Uh, it says oh, it even all. the Giants beat them, yeah. Even the Danny, Giants Danny DeVito beat them, so yeah. Says it all. Danny says DeVito. it all. I am the DeVito, the pizza man. All right, that's my look. Yeah, Thursday night football. It makes me want to watch the Goodfellas every time I hear his name. Mama's going to make me some lasagna. Right, that's who I've got. The underdog of the week. All right. So, Johnny, you got my uh, lock of the week with the Chiefs, right? I did indeed, yes. So, for the underdog, I've gone for the Broncos. And, uh, two and a half against two and a half against the Chargers. Yeah, I see. And Page is going for the Buccaneers. Okay, Johnny. Who are you going for, Bork? I'm going Seahawks. Oh, uh, don't let me just win again. Behave. Seahawks. Well, I suppose they'll cover the spread. I'm going of Seahawks but... on the road to upset CMC, Mr. Pretty Boy. Did you not watch the Thanksgiving game? Did you not see how one-sided Kittle that game was? is brittle. You know this. Brittle Kittle will be hurt the first quarter. Ayuk yeah. will be puking Ayuk on the sideline. Looking at Debo. I think I think I think this might be a bit of a cowboy bias coming through. Just just a guess here, but um, no, it's certainly I'm not based on the you, I'm tell you what, Gary. In all honesty, I'm going to give you my thought process so you understand it. Okay, number one, I hate the 49ers. That's just number one to put it out there. Number two, every year, every year the Seahawks beat the 49ers at least once. Yeah. So the NFC West, they you just cannibalize each the other. First game. They have not been swept in year. When was the last year the 49ers swept the Seahawks? Last year. Last year? Well, it ain't going to happen this year. <laughs> <laughs> we beat them three times last year. Well, you won't beat them two times this year. Yeah, okay. All right. I still say I still say that's a Dallas Cowboy style bias. The only we'll... reason, no, 
It's not my, the only reason I am picking the Seahawks is because the Niners, they will always lose one game to the Rams and one game to the Seahawks. It's we'll just the, the way it is. It's the NFC. It's, what? it's the NFC West. It's the NFC West. We cannibalize each other. That's right. Teams. That's right. Take... Nope. I'm really not going off of any other thing or statistic, or I think that there's a matchup or what. I just thinking the only thing I'm doing. The Seahawks lost the first game. They're 12 point underdogs. No one thinks after the Cowboys just whipped them. Whipped them hard that they're going to put up any fight against the Niners. Well, this is when a team like the Seahawks that are good but not great, this is when they perform and they do this crazy upset after the Niners just whipped up on the Eagles. Yeah. And they're could going home. Yeah, it could be a complacency. It could be. It's about the only way that that's going to kick in. I'm not doing matchups. I'm not doing any. I'm just going on a gut. I just feel, as you mm-hmm. said, the NFC West, they cannibalize each other. I think the Seahawks got this. 12 point underdogs. Let's go, Hawks. Wow. <laughs> wow. Just hey, wow. man, I do think the Niners are the best team. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. Just. Uh, I got a Raiders. Take the Raiders, the Vikings. That's that's my because it's it's that Vegas. It's gonna just be an arm wrestle, and I think Pierce has got you know got them feeling a bit Raider-like. You know, they've got a bit of a got a bit of that nasty Raider Nation thing back again. So I got a feeling that might be a good game, and I see them just kind of eking that one out. I like that choice. Yeah, you know the Raiders are a sneaky pick. You never know with the uh, interim coach. Johnny, who you got? I got for the Broncos. Mm. Mm. Bounce back. Who are the Broncos playing? Uh, Chargers. Chargers are two and a half favorites. Wait, the Broncos are underdogs? Yep. Is that LA? Yeah, it's home. home. LA LA are two and a half favorites. Ah, they're playing the Chargers at the – well – It'll be a home game for the Broncos, then. They're playing it so far. Yeah. <laughs> Levi South, right? <laughs> the Chargers haven't had a home game since they left San Diego. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that I really feel that was the worst choice the Chargers ever could have done, was move yeah. to L.A. with the Rams. Stan I mean, I get why they did it. never allow them to be the number one team. Yeah, never. And actually, they're out cowboying the Cowboys. <laughs> I, mean, nice. I think Same the Chargers thing. are the new Cowboys. Yep. Cowboys going to cowboy. The Chargers cow- are going to charge. Chargers are going to charge. Yeah. They're absolutely ruining a great QB with an awful head coach. Much like we mentioned Urban Meyer and much like we mentioned Canada, there's another one who should be sent packing as soon as possible back to a DC role or something somewhere because yeah. he's just before. That's another Bat question. I'm surprised the question. Been... Oh. Matt Jones as well. My gosh. Yeah. I mean, there's so amazing, many. So anyway, many Dr. Proby, I want to say thank you for coming. Appreciate it. It's been good fun. You have been a hero to step in for our resident, Dr. Uh, Pez. And, uh, and he, the best thing about it is. today, no. so he is unavailable. No good. He's got his little medicine bag and he's gone out on a visit. But the best thing is, it sounds like yeah. I, know what I was talking about. And I got the answer of the week. So I'm good. Yeah, answer of the week. I'm sure that's going to be answer of the week uh, <laughs> highlight in uh, Johnny's uh, snippets that he posts. That's it. And also, right. probably one of those ones that will come back to me in three weeks' time where Pollard goes off and absolutely rips so, it. Over hey, do you want another sound bite, that Gary? Too, yes. Gary, do you, do you want to make another sound bite? Go what have you ask, got in Okay, all right, Johnny, here you go. So, uh, Gary, would you like to ask me who my underdog of the week is? I would. I'd be interested. Who is your underdog of the week? I think I'm going with the Seahawks. What? 
Oh! <laughs> I mean, maybe to cover the spread. Actually, not even to cover the spread. Not even. Uh, really? Them. You're not even giving them a chance? You're not taking this seriously, are you? No. Not in the slightest. Oh that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. We're winning. We're, we're winning that by 17. And we're, really? you know, and we're benching. Yeah, we're benching half of our starters. Johnny, in the quarter. Johnny, play this clip next Monday after the game. I called us I beating. Indeed. I called us build. I called us beating the Eagles by at least ten points. I said I thought it would be thirty-one twenty-one, and I was wrong because it was much worse. Yeah, I love it. I love this. I love it. All right, Doctor Groovy. I do think FSU was robbed. I think today we had a lot of good talk, and I think if anyone listens to your wisdom, I think that they might have I know a what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Just, just don't look at my team's record. You know, I don't know what it is. They'll look at your wisdom and think of what the fuck happened to his team. And then you'll look at my team and go, oh, there was a bit of homerism in my team. Let's be Maybe honest. Maybe we will dissect mind. your team at during the offseason. Okay. Ooh, that could be a good one. I know exactly what went wrong with my team. Uh, well, we can dissect okay. it. Have you on a, as a guest as well to ask you, what were you yeah. thinking during these decisions and when you were drafting and so forth? Well, that would Gary be a good one. From the homes first. All right, Johnny, as always, you've been awesome as the producer, and I appreciate you being here. You are the engine that drives this show. Without you, we would not have a show. So thank you, sir, for allowing us to be here to uh, to give our wisdom to our Orchid Bowl mates. Share, share our wisdom with the world. Yeah. I'm going to make the playoffs with that. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs>